and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, the weekly podcast celebrating great music, independent record labels, and interesting sounds from around the world. Hosted by me, Gareth Main, and me, Anthony Jams. this week's edition of the independent music podcast you were roused into life by the sounds of otoboki beaver from japan the song's called what do you mean you have to talk to me at this late date i'm, I'm impressed that you didn't uh, try the japanese there that's what i well i i, I was yeah <laughs> i'm not <laughs> uh, no anything that i say after that will only be massively racist <laughs> no, no. um because uh, last week we did this Raw Power Festival special, and I thought it was apt if we started with Ottoboki Beaver because they are li- they are the first band on my to book list, or at least to ask, please come and play. Yeah, they came. They toured around the UK uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'm guy. I couldn't make any of their shows, but I've heard from friends that they were absolutely brilliant. Something along the lines of the sort of the offspring of Melt Banana, Boningen, and Shonen Knife, um, or or something along those lines. Uh, yeah, the. Uh, I just got it off uh, Bandcamp. It's otterbockybeaver.bandcamp.com. Four ladies from Japan making shouty punk rock, noise rock. Yeah. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I love like sort of uh, Japanese ladies screaming at me with like lots of noise around it. Yeah, it's also it's quite some interesting bass playing in there, I think, and there's sort of like little breakdowns and what. I like it. Uh, it's released by Damably, I've seen here, who I think is who arranged uh, their tour actually as well, which is actually a London label. Um, actually Shonen Knife's label yeah exactly so that that makes sense he's a, the, also the label of Shonen Knife I knew it was someone I looked it up and I thought it was um, I thought it, I was looking up I thought it was a different promotion I was like I was not on there I couldn't remember who it was congratulations damnably that's absolutely brilliant I forgot I actually did speak to him about it yeah well it, on the subject of London labels re- releasing uh, music from not on these shores uh, this is a uh, label called Ovis Plaque there the London label it's um they released a seven-inch of like Turkish disco folk, uh, Volga Neri. 
is the name of the seven inch. They've actually now got an album out, um, which is uh, Arvis Plak Moog Edits. So the blurb here says Arvis Plak offer more indispensable Turkish disco folk heat. Uh, following up on the hugely sought after seven inch, uh, Moog Edits offers some of the hottest, trippiest disco rhythms and giddying Anatolian melodies on this strictly limited edition vinyl. Cool. Well, let's hear it. <laughs>
playing, I was thinking I can dance to that. Yeah, I knew that would be one thing <laughs> that you might you might fancy. Um, so that's Arsif Plak. Um, I suspect I got the pronunciation there wrong. I mean, got to get in there quick with the pronunciation errors on this show. Uh, Volga Neri is the name of the track. It's the opening track for Moog Edits. And if you like the record, you can actually pick it up in our shop on independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash shop. We're trying something new as we've banged on about a lot on the show. We've got a new website. Part of that, helping us fund new mics and helping keep the podcast going. We've set up a shop. We've uh, struck a deal with a couple of labels to bring you possibly hard-to-find records, uh, certainly bring you them cheaper than you can find in other shops online. And that's our first one, the one that we're trying it out with. If you like the track, go to independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash shop. You can pick it up there. It's £18, which is way cheaper then you can find it in other shops online. Uh, it's actually sold out in a couple of other places online, I see. And yeah, the 7-inch of that track, which came out back in 2012, now sells for around about £40 on Discogs. So got to get in <laughs> got to get in there quick. I feel like a bit of a salesperson, but um, it's a great record. If you like it, go to independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash shop. And yeah, you can pick it. You can pick it up and help out the podcast at the same time. I want to play you a track by a Brooklyn guitarist, a uh, uh, performer under Novella. She's on Fire Records. Uh, it's one of those names. Like her name was around. Like I heard it. You know, new thing. It's cool. It's good. But I just never really heard it. Never listened to it. Because well, there was another band from London called Novella. So I got and I got confused for a bit there. And uh, then eventually. Only like in the last couple of weeks, so Fire sent it along to me, and we ended up we did a show at Korska Studios, and uh, I absolutely love it. It's sort of like one uh, one person on guitar with loads of pedals, making it sound like a synth, like a band, all sorts of things. I don't think there's too many people doing what she's doing right now. It's really beautiful. It's really interesting, and I think I like it. This is a Pulse Point. It's from her album Fantastic Planet.
So that's Novella and Pulse Point. It's from August 2015, but new music to my ears. Uh, Fire Records have been releasing and re-releasing a lot of great stuff recently, so high five to James and all the team there. Yeah, it's just a sign we can mention Orchestra Spheres for like the ninth podcast in a row. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another one of them. Exactly. And uh, I've been promoting like most of their bands now, you know, Mission of Burma, Perubu, Bardo Pond, bands like that, and as well as new acts like Orchestra Spheres and Nefella, and many others. Um, yeah, we're really lucky to have Novello at Corsica to sort of night off supporting Iggy Pop. And uh, I imagine like that was Iggy requesting her. I can't imagine she's like an obvious choice for mm. supporting, but I'm sure she sounded amazing at the Royal Albert Hall. And I hope that, yeah, she picked up a few fans. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, up next on me is uh, a new release on Hyperdub Records. Uh, this is a lady called Jessie Lanza. Uh, she's just had an album called Oh No that came out last week, I believe. It's her second album. She's from Ontario. Uh, the production on this is by Jeremy Greenspan of Junior Boys. And it's some really bizarre pop music. It's quite strange. This, yeah, uh, it rings a bell, the name, but I'm not sure I've heard of it. Yeah, well, this track has is sort of like a Shangan Electory. Do you remember that South African Shangan yeah, Electory? 180 BPM. Yeah. Honest John's did an incredible compilation of this stuff. Um, what, maybe five, six years yeah, ago? something like that. Maybe. No, yeah, well, Nozinja has ended up with a really good career. He's one of the guys who produced most of those, and he just goes around touring with his own thing, Nozinga. On I, Warp now? Yep, yep, yeah, he was. You're right, yeah. Played on the podcast previously as well. Um, but this, so this is a this is a, it's a, it, the whole album's not quite like that. But this track is for sure. Uh, this is Jesse Lanza, and the track's called "It Means I Love You."
a bit different to what we usually play yeah exactly it's like, I, I, I can understand if some people perhaps found it a little bit annoying but i found it extremely enjoyable like i think it's about about maybe 10 bpm lower than than some shangan but you're right especially like in the sort of second third minute start to get i could i could hear that sort of sound yeah there's all sort of amazing diverse influences in the whole record so it means the whole record sounds like this big mix of great Music. It's uh, really bizarre. It's really different. Really diverse is the word I'm looking. Yeah, I've for. only got one Junior Boys record, like a sort of uh, like a Caribou Daphne remix of something that was like a big club tune. But mm. I must admit, I don't know too much about the band. No, but um, the artist for that is uh, Jesse Lanza. Uh, the track's called "It Means I Love You." It's out right now on Hyperdub Records. The album's called "Oh No." Um, <laughs> yeah, so you can pick that from all the usual places. Oh, well, cool! I want to play you a band that I know absolutely nothing about. Just yesterday. Um, might have even been today. I was on I was on SoundCloud, and I was listening to some music. I cannot remember what it is. And as SoundCloud does, it just plays on the next track from what from what I uh, from what I was listening to. And then I was like, "This sounds great." There's a French band called Junior, and the song's called La Route. <laughs> Thank you. 
sort of see how that sort of uh, pricked my ears it's um sort of yeah a bit surfy bit new wavy um yeah really good just uh, sort of uh, found them on facebook here just to give some idea they're from paris i see that they're yeah they're, they're playing some sort of various venues around there fletch door like a really nice little venue in paris and uh, yeah they're there junior it's j-u-n-i-o-r-e yeah man that's incredibly enjoyable it's um yeah i yeah i like that a lot i'm a I say like, oh, I'm not a fan of French music. Well, I am a fan of French music. They would realise yeah, that we'll apart from Garblay, there's not really much contemporary French music that we really know. There's I mean, it's like hip hop's really big, and there's certainly like a sort of like an African African influence, sort of bringing the hip hop that I've heard. But certainly in my head, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not really sure about French music. You know, maybe a bit of like sort of cold wave and new wave, but. Of course, there's amazing music everywhere. Stand Every, High Patrol. Yeah, that's French. true. Stand High Patrol. Yeah, there's amazing music, you know, like in any country, in any city, you can find like the best music in the world, basically. You've just got to look hard enough. Yeah, a larger 60s French influence on that particular track. I yeah, hear. certainly, yeah. So that's the, that's the good stuff. <laughs> what you got next? Um, so we talk fairly frequently on the podcast about how you can send music to us if you're in a band, label... Uh, if you're a PR, if even if you're not even remotely affiliated with music, you can send us anything that you're enjoying or any tracks and say, hang on, they play some music on the podcast, but it's a bit shit compared to this band. I love this band. They should play this. So come and tell us. Um, we say that you can do it through Facebook, facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast. Uh, this uh, actually came from a record label who sent it to us via our own website, independentmusicpodcast.net. There's a contact form there, so you can contact us through that. Oh, nice if that started to get used. Yeah, so that was it's from a label called Pacapi Records, their Argentinian label. Uh, they've just released a album by a producer, by a Colombian producer called uh, Titanic. Titanic spelt with a K at the end. Uh, there's an album called Apocalypto Surf, which is his uh, debut, debut, <laughs> debut release. It's like the terrible band name is made up by the good album name <laughs> apocalypto surf <laughs> uh, yeah so and this is a track from it it's called costradamus calma 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 que no pande el cúnico recuerda que la unión hace la fuerza entre tú y yo ah que no yo magos ya no vuelve a caer en tus cochinos líos y si sigues así ni creas que te voy a prestar el duplicado <risa>
Yeah, two and a half minutes. It sounds like it was probably eager to get going for longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was saying that I just feel like it threatens to be like a break chord track, but never sort of gets banging. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a really interesting sort of experimental electronic record. It's uh, the band, well, the producer's called Titanic. Uh, the track is called Costradamus. Uh, I was afraid it was a typo or something, but it's not. Um, it's from an album called Apocalypto Surf. You can pick it up at uh, Pie Records. Good effort. God, yeah, got there in the end. Got it. Packapie Records. Records.bandcamp.com. You can find it there. Also, a little bit more. It's yeah, their first release from Titanic, uh, who's from Colombia. It's actually the first of a uh, series of EPs called the Industria Tropical series. I don't know if that's industrial sort of tropical music, which well, would yeah. make sense based on the sort of uh, what we just portmanteau. Is that the right use of that word? Yeah, I think so. Oh, sorry, I realised that me just making expressions doesn't, really <laughs> doesn't translate into radio. I want to play you some uh, some old music, some music from nineteen eighty one, maybe something like that. It is. I was just listening to it. I love this band. Uh, it's nineteen eighty two. Actually, it says here it's a band from London called from South London. Told by the title, it's called Camberwell Now. Camberwell Now formed in the ashes of this heat. Um, uh, featuring Charles Hayward, still a brilliant South London drummer, an experimental musician, an all-round lovely man, puts on gigs at uh, the Lewis Art House, plays shows all over the place. He was supposed to play at Royal Power, but unfortunately injured his foot, so had to cancel anonymous bash shows and also um, the sort of recently kind of reformed This Is Not This Heat shows. So I thought I'd just been listening to more This Heat recently because of that. But, you know, people love This Heat, and I do look like them, love them as well. Like them as well, but... I think maybe Camberwell now could be a bit better. So you think this is working nights. <laughs> Thank you. 
the sounds of Camberwell now, uh, Working Nights uh, from 1982, I believe. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely love it. Another brand I've sort of been aware of, I know the music a bit, but I've just been listening to it more than normal in the last uh, couple, of, couple of days. So featuring uh, Charles Hayward on drums and vocals. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, Charles, yeah, maybe on some, and then also uh, Trevor Goronomfi. Good effort. He <laughs> also performed in this heat um, for a bit, and uh, some other members. Really great band. I can't think of another band who, who are better that are named after a place in London. Any thoughts, guys? No, I'm sure there's some really East Seventeen. Really, yeah, really good, good effort. Yeah, Northern Line. <laughs> The boy bands. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I think Camberwell now are definitely better than those two, although E17 are giving them a run for their money. Yes, yeah, so, well, just the track Steam <laughs> by E17 is the only thing giving anyone a run for anything. <laughs> I think it's still getting run over by himself. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not giving much things a run. <laughs> no, so, not, not after all those potatoes he's got. <laughs> uh, I really hope you get that reference. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, uh, episode 87, uh, Anthony played a record by J Glass Dubs and part of that was this ridiculous sort of if you like this you will if you like these you will like this record and one of those oh, was Oh, he got it from Pan. So so one of them was that Spectre reissue on Pan. Yeah. So I don't have this the reissue on Pan. I do have those Spectre uh, has a new record. Okay. Uh, coming out, uh, it's just come out now uh, on Small But Hard Records, a one that... Uh, oh, right, so Simon and Peter and that lot. Yep, so uh, Brighton Label released um, uh, Devilman and, uh, you know, Friends, Friends of Anthony and uh, Robot Elephant Records. I'm sure they did the Split Dead Fader release, if I recall correctly. Yep. Um, but yeah, so they're releasing uh, Spectre's 10th album. It's very heavy, very slow dub. Um, certainly the opposite of Camberwell now in that regard. <laughs> uh, this is the album's called The Last Shall Be First. This is the opening track. It's called Enter the Holy Terror. <laughs>
Not going to lie to you, I think that's one of the most enjoyable things I've listened to all year. Uh, it might not seem like an enjoyable listen, but it's just so, there's so much going on. It's just so interesting. The sort of the throat singing at the start, and the sort of horror dub soundtrack somewhere in the middle. It's incredible. Yeah, it's cool. Nice one, small but hard. And I thought we obviously need to give a shout out to DJ Scott Chegg, exactly old Shige, who's also sort of part of the people in uh, Small But Hard. Yeah, so it's uh, Spectre is the artist. It's his 10th album. It's called The Last Shall Be First. Out now, Small But Hard, small-but-hard.com if you want to pick it up. Um, yeah, or soundcloud.com forward slash small but hard. Uh, the track called Enter the Holy Terror. Cool. Well, the last one from me is an artist we played on the podcast. Which one did you say it was, Gus? Uh, number 70 back in November. So 22 podcasts ago. Christ, we're really churning through them. It was an artist who sent me an email. He's just, he's called, I know I'm an alien. And all it was, it was just an email just with a link to a band camp, nothing else. And I was like, okay, clicked on it. And it was just some of the most bonkers, brilliant things that I'd heard in ages. Loved it. I played it on the podcast. I met the guy when he came to a show I did with Per Rubu as well. And he's an extremely nice man. And he put some, he's put some more music online. And um, so, just gonna, it was actually a good few weeks ago that they put him online. But this is about the first time I managed when, to get around to playing it. When I got a Bandcamp notification being like, new release from I Know I'm an Alien, I, I was straight on there. <laughs> it was <laughs> the first thing I did, straight into it. Cool, so I'm going to play you the second track from it. It's called The Anunakai. Thank <laughs> you. 
There we go, we love it, and I hope that you love it too. It's the sounds of I Know and I'm an Alien. It's uh, it's called, sort of like the album, it's called Still Alien, Still Dreaming, I Am Hobo Shaman. And the track is called the Anunakai. No idea what it means. Um, yeah, but it's brilliant music. <laughs> yeah, he's a... Uh... Yeah, he's, I think he's uh, yeah, an, an, an odd chap. An extremely I think, enthusiastic, very happy man yeah. from I think Spain. Yeah, that's a monk, yeah, it's a very enjoyable music to listen to. If you, you know, if you listen to the independent music podcast, you probably uh, like your oddities and your <laughs> weird music, and I think that's definitely up there. <laughs> yeah, I hope to see him live soon. Um, but yeah, that's uh, about all we've got time for. So thank you as always for listening. Uh, we'll be back next Monday with 10 more tracks of interesting music. And yeah, if you want to subscribe to us, subscribe, raters, iTunes, uh, uh, Pocket Casts, Acasts, uh, Podcast Republic, and loads of other ones, wherever you want to get your podcasts, you can check us out, Mixcloud as well. And yeah, our lovely new website, still new three weeks in, independentmusicpodcast.net. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast. If you want to submit music to us, you can do it through there, do it through the website, however you want to get it through to us. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to leave. So, Did still leave. I, I am going to leave. See you later. Right after this track. I'm going to put this track on and then leave. Um, after I Know I'm an Alien, who we played on podcast 70, uh, this is an artist we haven't played since podcast 24, uh, which you know, is much longer ago than it sounds. It 25th was, of October, 2010. Was when it was recorded, yeah. It also included Husband, who we played a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. <laughs> Rolf Harris Walkerloo. Uh, excerpts of War. So we, <laughs> so in this podcast, when we previously did the podcast, we always got a lot more drunk than we currently do. And this one, we were in a hotel in Birmingham just before Supersonic Festival. And we had a big bottle of rum, and so we polished that off and did the podcast. And we got into a conversation in there, if I remember correctly, about how uh, Animal Collective's entire career was essentially, or their entire sound was based upon War Canoe, which is a relatively short <laughs> Rolf Harris song. Uh, this is before Rolf Harris's uh, misdemeanors came to light, so it was a lot more innocent then than it seems now, <laughs> six years later. But if, yeah, if you want to, if you, uh, it was Gareth's uh, thing, uh, thing on that, and he is completely correct. Listen to Rolf Harris' War Canoe, and you'll hear the roots of Animal Collective. Yeah, and this is from like six years ago when Animal Collective hadn't released their, quite frankly, atrocious new record that has just come out fairly recently. And wakes me up every morning on Six Music. It's that does it really? Oh, it's really infuriating. But anyway, immediately after War Canoe by Rolf Harris, um, Anthony, I believe, played a Pennsylvanian producer called Balam Akab. Yeah, but it's on Triangle Records, sort of vaguely associated with sort of like Witch House, Dark Electronics in America in the yeah. late 2000s, early noughties. That was it. So it was a Seabirds' first EP, and then in 2010, uh, the year after that, he re- released an LP, Wonder slash Wonder, also on Triangle. He hasn't released anything. Yeah, I've just completely forgotten about him, I'll admit. Yeah. Uh, released nothing until November last year. Uh, he self-released his second album called Child Death, uh, thebalamacab.bandcamp.com. It has just been released on vinyl now by a US label called Orchid Tapes. And yeah, it is a... So his previous sound was quite um, heavy, quite glitchy. Um, like you say, it's all that witch house influence. Yeah. He has changed tack entirely. This record does not sound like that. Um, but yeah, we'll leave you with this one. This is... Uh, Balam Akab, the track's called Underwater Forever. Goodbye.